0: Welcome to the Three Hokages Podcast. where your hosts, Kay, Kareem, and Hanif. We're jumping directly into episode eight, uh, Jigabobo of Lovecraft Country. Oh, God, why did it
1: start that way? We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. We Mm -hmm. knew that it was the summer of of Bobo's death. We knew he was dying. We knew it.
0: I mean, the title, Jigabobo, so you know something had to uh, revolve around Emmett Till, uh, Dee's best friend, uh, and his death. I was I was actually thankful they didn't show us his actual murder. They the, the the episode starts off with, you know, the community on the south side of Chicago coming together to uh witness his um I guess see his open casket at the funeral, which HBO didn't show us. Um but you know, just everyone's probably seen those photos online, Google or wherever else. Um just the, the thought or it was already in my head of was of how torn apart his face and his body was. Um, in that casket.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they didn't show that as well. Um, I, I think we We all know that the reality of what happened. And if, if you don't know that, it's something that you should definitely study. Um, I think the difference in, in not showing that, even though this series has been graphic, is uh, we all know that it's a real life event. Um, and it's different, in my opinion, to show um, fictional fantasy violence versus showing uh, the destruction of a black body and everything that comes with it. There's a different type of trauma attached to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and the Ruby's interactions with William slash Christina,
1: Come um, on, it, it,
2: kept, it, kept the, it kept the theme that we were mentioning of, that whenever there is a, a sex scene, it's mostly violent. And the fact that she shed an entire body um, in the middle of this scene Uh, It it went to say it showed a lot, showed a lot.
0: Now I saw your tweets on on the K. uh, K. What was your thoughts on on that scene with Ruby and uh, Christian? Well, not Christian. Well, Christina slash William um, when she went back after the funeral.
1: I just love that how Christina has such perfect timing. (laughs) Like we saw her already as a woman earlier, and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden here she is, just in time to save Ruby. She's William again. I mean, I still think that she Christina's literally just using Ruby for her own for her own needs, which is fine. I mean it's not fine, but you know
0: We've accepted it.
1: Yeah, Christina's gonna white woman. She 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 gonna be the white woman as she is. But I even can accept the fact that Ruby decided to take the potion to be a white woman. Cause in that moment you don't wanna feel like <laughs> It's the hottest summer that they had. Like the hottest day that they had. Like you don't want to feel. You don't want to feel the pain of being a black woman at that at that point. Or even really being. Well, she didn't mind being a woman, but this whole. I'm still stuck on the fact that you are gonna still sleep with him when you when you know his body is downstairs in the basement, cold. Like it's cool up until that point when you realize that like it's fine. But like up until that point, you just, I don't mind if she kept sleeping. She kept sleeping with him. Her whatever don't even care like (laughs) at this point chicky you know his body is downstairs why are we doing this to ourselves why and how does how is that christina gets to be william for these extended periods of time where when it comes to ruby she's like short she's not in that skin that long but christina gets to be in that skin for a very long time
0: she hasn't factored in the melanin count so therefore it's offset once she perfects that formula she'll, she'll be good
1: uh, okay, then black people could be white people for a lot longer. Exactly.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm all for that. Let's,
1: let's do some stuff. There's this house that I want to buy that's like upstate in Syracuse and it's like $6,500. I know me as a black woman can't buy it, but I know me as a white woman could go up in there and be like, yes, oh my God, I totally want to buy this house. Thank you. And then I get a loan and oh my gosh, yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand. After watching the scene, it was really graphic. You no, know, her, you know, the skin, her transformation as she's, I guess, climaxing uh, is really brutal. Like, like Kareem says, it's a really rough scene as far as a, uh, an emotional and supposedly tender moment, but it's still rough and, and it's the way it was filmed. But then um, understanding it, that Ruby, you know, talks to her afterwards, you know, asking, you know, asking Christina if she cares about what happened to Emmett Till, now, and her kind of explaining why she took the potion made sense to me. Um, I probably in her shoes, I don't think I would have anyway, but i uh, taken the potion, but she was too far. To me, she's already too far gone. Um, but n- knowing Christina, and we've seen, seen Christina's actions for the past seven episodes, you you already knew she didn't care about Emmett Till. And I was just waiting for her to just say, no, I don't care. It's like, and I like, appreciate the fact that
1: she came out and said, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, like, please exactly. don't
0: lie. 100, yep. I agree. With that. I mean, it's, it's it's cold-blooded, but at least she didn't lie and say, like, oh, no, I do care, but I'm just so focused on it. She doesn't care. As She just wants to get her immortality or whatever else uh, the, the Ori unlocks or whatever powers uh, that uh, still exist that she's trying to obtain after getting those pages. But she doesn't care. Anyone else who's going to stop her is going to get, you know, Shagath is going to meet up with them or something like that. But I mean, it was this whole episode had a lot of, I'm not sure if it was intended or, or not intended. Like, you no, know, there's um, after, after the funeral, you know, Dee, um, you know, she's distraught that her best friend is dead, was murdered. So she, you know, uh, runs into uh, those two cops. That's part of the other lodge that um, uh, William was a part of. And that to me felt like the Tawana Broly thing where there's this uh, young girl uh, who got uh, I don't know, accosted by uh, uh you know, cops in the alley. And then they just left it there, just left it on the ground, and they just drove off. Like they put some spit or booger stuff on her yeah, forehead. And yeah. It was like, oh, it was so gross. I um, they put some spell on her. So I guess that she could only see those, um, uh, jigabobos, if you will, or topsies. Um, they look like black Pennywise's. But, um, that was really freaky.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I think, Red, um, D, there was, uh, she was the victim of a lot of people in this episode. Um, And I I think it's part of it spoke to uh, maybe the way that generation viewed children at times, uh, where you couldn't really speak in ways that children nowadays can speak. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's a little frustrating to me, um, but not surprising that throughout this time, none of them spent time with Dee to see what impact this would have on her. Um, I understand why they wanted her to attend the funeral and to be there for her friend. But after the fact, it just showed that their inability to handle trauma themselves also impacted D because none of them even thought to check on D during the entire day. And let's just say this was just one day. And I know they don't show anyone having lunch pretty much, but it's it's amazing that they never checked on D during this entire time. Well, they could um, watch either. Well,
0: they, they were looking for her, but then, which was like you say, like once they did find her, uh, you know, uh, letty's just walking out the house. Oh, yeah, just tell your uncle that you're here. Yeah, yeah. We they were look like they were basically looking for you now. They see her, and they're just off to doing whatever else they had to do. They were so concerned trying to look for her, but now it's like, okay, yeah, she's at the house. We're gonna go about whatever else we were already planning on doing,
2: yes. But it's remarkable that none of them even let her speak mm-hmm. on what her experience was. Um, which she felt, which she saw, um, the fact that she was missing her father, her mother, now one of her best friends. And none of them addressed that. And I think that that said a lot because Montrose and Tig they had their conversation. And Tick is a grown man, and he's finally learning some things about his father. Yeah. Uh, so, so a conversation like that never happened between the two of them, even just about life in general, apparently. And I think that's that factored into why D was being chased this entire episode where they had no idea what she was experiencing. And when you consider the fact that magic is around them every second of every day for them to just automatically assume none of this could impact D uh, is part of that denial um, that's present in the community.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree. When, like she was like she you no know, she left the house and she's just out in the street no one knows where she is at and this is like one of the most uh, uh sensitive times for a young person especially when you know, a, a brutal loss of, of a close friend like that you want to make sure they're okay and they just all of the adults are just so focused on their own tasks at hand that they don't even really it didn't show. the only person who seemed like they might have cared about her was ruby but ruby was still trying to uh, still in her own feelings that like she was looking for her, but then at the same time, she's still stuck on herself and uh, being a black woman and um, the struggles of being a person of color uh, at that time uh, was still a priority to her as opposed to, you know, we're looking for D, we're making sure D's okay, what's going on with D? She's out here fighting, you know, demons or, or whatever the, those things
2: that the cops uh, um, uh, put on her. What do you think about that,
1: Kay? I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the fact that I just. So, (laughs) I don't know. Like I know I said this before. This is this this, the. Every episode gets better. This episode is definitely. I don't want to say traumatic, but it kind of was, because I was trying to figure out like why. Like so, D couldn't when D finally confronts the police officer in her in her beautiful way. So by him casting the spell and using his spit to bind that spell to to bring Topsy and Bopsy against her to make them come after her it also prevented her from being able to tell people what was going on so even when she like tried to explain again but I still think everybody's so stuck in their own trauma Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for this episode that no one is really seeing what's going on with anybody else like, when when Letty sees her choking, her thought is to tell her to go get water. Like, yo, you're going to be a shit parent. <laughs> Tick is gonna, like, if Tick lives, he's going to be a shit parent. None of, none of the adults can see past themselves. Mm-hmm. Here's a girl who is clearly, like, if you just look at her, she looks like there's something wrong with her. But your your thought for when this little girl is like kind of choking and tells you there's just something behind you, is to tell her to get water, not to go see what's wrong with her, but to just kind of push it off. You guys initially went to to like go find her, and then all of a sudden it's just like no, nope, everybody forgot. It's almost like when that when they first when they first get to the house and like with the Shigaf, and how they forget what happens. It's almost like whatever spell he put on them made them almost forget that she walked away from him that she mm-hmm. was gone and even when they see her it's almost like yeah we see you but we, we we're still kind of forgetting you
2: but well, they say that she didn't tell her to get some ginger ale Like get <laughs> some ginger ale
1: you'll be fine <laughs> well, you know, ginger ale would solve all things <laughs> yeah. it solves everything
2: go, go inside
0: so get so some Tessa real quick you, you're okay. <laughs> yeah but see that also makes sense now i mean we don't learn that the spell would stop her, stop uh, Dee from actually telling them what happened to her because that's why she was choking, because of the spell. But before that, before the cop clarified that towards the you end of the know. thing, I'm watching like, what, why did she just say? Oh, well, now she's choking. Okay, but I don't know what's going on with her. Maybe she's getting nervous or whatever. Maybe she's choked up with fear, but uh, we know that's actually the spell that the, uh, the, the cop um, placed on her. I didn't really like that Tick gave Christina the key. I thought he could have used that for a bigger bargaining chip than just give me a protection spell. No, I mean, think a little bit more grander than that, because we don't know what this, the, the key, and obviously the, uh, she needs the pages, but the key is a significant portion of what's needed for, I guess, for her end gold, her immortality that she's looking to accomplish. I thought Tick should have actually either used, uh, requested either a protection spell, not just for him, but for his whole crew, or somehow she makes a deal so that way all of the people that, you know, his close people, you know, Letty and, and Montrose and D and the Ruby or whatever, are protected from whatever she's planning on eventually doing.
1: I know I tweeted this, but I was like, yo, am I supposed to really truly care about Tick at this point? Because, <laughs> yo, the stuff that he does from when GS shows up, like, I don't care about him. Like why are we supposed to be rooting for this man? Tick is an asshole. Tick is straight up an asshole. Why are we supposed to care about him? Why? Well, well, why do you say he's an asshole? Okay. So let's just start with the fact <laughs> that Gia shows up. Well, and... that's not his fault. She showed up. No, no, no. I'm not t- him her show actually it kinda is. This dick then called her twice. <laughs> Twice, <laughs> don't you think there might be some points where she's like, you know, let me just come and like wor- and talk to you about some stuff? No, okay, because he's he's a short-sighted asshole. Mm-hmm. So she shows. she was up.
2: his first, so he's calling his first because he's love-struck. Because <laughs> he's <laughs>
1: tick is just straight up an idiot. He's an a-hole. Like, so she comes and. Because you're so in inside yourself, you're like, oh, I don't want her here. But <laughs> a, but yo, asshole, are you serious? Like yo, just maybe get some information from her. But you treat her hostile when she showed when you see it. Like you're like, oh, damn it, here she is. Well, yes, a hole. You done called her twice. She showed up because she's trying to assist you or help you or potentially save your life. But you don't want to hear that. You want your answers from her and your and only your answers from her. Because you just realize, oh, my new girl is with my old girl.
0: Well, that's when he was supposed to put the protection spell down. He should have put it down on the floor right there. He would have been good.
1: He should have. But, but it, uh, again, it yeah. shows that also that Gia is not evil because Gia was able to enter the house.
2: True.
0: Yeah. So she, Well, I was thinking that um, Tick, the way Tick was acting was because Gia was now uh, sitting right in close proximity of lady like had he met a uh, Gia walking down the street I don't think he'd have flipped out like he did because again he's the one who's calling her it's not like she's calling him Tick I gotta tell you something he's trying to avoid her he, She's ca- he's calling her every other episode listening to her voice and just hanging up or or, or, or talking to her all soft and everything so he's he's reaching out to her like when you said that's his first love or whatever and he keeps reaching out to her. So for him to now flipping it and, you know, barking on her and get, trying to shoot her out the house. it's Like, what, what is that all about?
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's the realization that um, everyone is keeping secrets from him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it. This is why I don't think Tick is an asshole. Um, literally, everyone has been keeping secrets from him. Um, whether it's when he's in the middle of a war, war, he discovers that the woman he fell in love with is actually a, a nine-tailed fox. Um, so he wonders is, is what, what could have been real in their relationship. Uh, he comes back and his father is not only lying to him in the present, but he lied to him growing up. Yeah. And then you have Christina, who everything she's saying, she's lying to him. Even his Uncle George, I think he knows that he was lying to him. Um Even with Letty, who knows what he may have experienced when he went into the future? Uh, We still don't know everything, but we know that he hasn't relayed everything that he He saw and discovered. So I think that's part of his mentality where who can he trust around him?
1: No one can trust his ass. (laughs) Well, who would you trust
2: more, him or Montrose?
0: Neither
1: one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say right now, I I trust Christina over those two.
0: Well, you well, know, Christina's gonna tell you truthfully, even though you don't want to hear the truth, she'll tell you straight up. I'm this is what I'm gonna do. You may not like
2: <laughs> it. What? How do you trust Christina
1: over Montrose and over Montrose and um freaking Tick? Okay, so let's just, let's. Well,
2: I, I would trust as far as she's gonna tell me the truth. Not so right. much. I would want. I don't want her. I'm to...
1: not giving her my life. Yeah, no. But... I, I don't I'm think christina has her... told
2: the truth about anything I think until, it, until it until it suited her
1: no i think christina <laughs> has told the truth about a lot of stuff because it benefits her and only because it benefits her but with tick you don't get the truth from him even when it would put him in a better position like Tick is one of those is just straight up. I'm not giving you any information because it's me, 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 me. Like, but like uh what's the name said? Like, like Letty said tonight. Everyone done died since he came back, but him. Everyone. Mm-hmm. George, dead. Letty, dead. I mean, she live again, but she know she she still died. Like yeah. Hippolyta.
0: We don't know th- where she from
1: is. from their point of view, she dead everyone except for Tick and his daddy have died.
2: And whose fault is that? Is that Tick.
1: Tick. Tick.
2: Or is that Montrose who we still don't even know why he was no. caught to begin with.
1: Montrose was caught to begin with because he's a little punk.
2: No. And he was, trying, he, nope, and he was searching into stuff. Because he went to stuff. an area that he should not have gone. So we still don't know why he was looking for what he was looking for he and why he, for he was looking father.
1: for. Him. I still think he was looking for, her, for his mother's information. It's that but, simple. but
2: why? Why now? Why all of a sudden?
1: I don't think it's of all of a sudden.
2: So, so Uncle George is dead because Montrose decided to go out. No. That's why he died. Uncle and they no. went looking for him. The no. I forget her name right all of a all of a sudden, but the one that Montrose killed, she's dead because of Montrose, oh, not Tick. Because yes, Yahima, because they trusted Montrose. So it seems like everyone is dying because they're trusting Montrose.
1: I, no, no, absolutely not. You are. It's, so a combo, it's
2: a father-son combo. You trust either one of them.
1: <laughs> right, you trust die. either one of them and you die. Letty didn't Letty didn't die because of Montrose. Letty died because of Tick.
2: No, if Tick came back from the war, he would have lived a normal life. He Tick came back
1: from the war and was living in Florida.
2: And he was introduced to Magic because of Montrose behavior. He knew nothing about lies. He
1: was introduced to magic anything, when yeah. he was in Korea by the by, by the Kumil. So
2: he was introduced
0: to something from over there in Korea. I don't know what that was. <laughs> he was he he
1: was he was introduced to the love of nine tails, okay? Even if so, two of them is still creepy. So
2: all of this happened was to draw a mont- was to draw a ticket. Yeah. And that was Montrose. He's the only one that could have anyone no, into this way.
0: I think Adam had used Montrose as a, a as bait to Lord Tick in to do the uh to perform the ceremony or whatever. And backfired it was, on him and killed him. But I mean that's I mean Adam died
2: from it, but uh I and think Adam, that yeah. benefit. It, that benefited Christina. So benefited I, Christina, I, I yeah. still believe that Montrose and Christina are working close together. And that's why I think all of this is happening. It's nothing like wanting to give to have everyone turn on tick because I that may play a role into the spell that needs to be cast.
0: I could see that because when it, um, when tick and Montrose are in Montrose's home and they're working on trying to re- create the um protection spell, and tick finds out that you no, know, Montrose is dyslexic, which makes zero sense to have the dyslexic person read a uh a protection spell for you, <laughs> you know, if it's going to come out correctly, but um. <laughs> When he find out he's dyslexic, he says, oh, what other secrets do you have for me? That's when you, that look on Montrose's face is like a hesitation, like, um, crap, I have some other secrets I'm not supposed to tell you. So I'm thinking, like Kareem says, there may be something else going on with Montrose that we don't know about um, that may come up in the next two, the next final two episodes of the, se- of the uh,
2: series or season. Because think about it, how many people knew she was actually William in that house? And her plan was to have all of them destroyed to begin with. Think about that. So you think she's honest? She's only honest when it, when she's able to manipulate people into doing what she wants while keeping her true intentions shrouded in mystery.
0: Yeah, she she gives you just enough for you to understand what she needs. She doesn't tell you her full plans. It's similar to uh, earlier episode when she started using Ruby to work on Marshall Fields. Like she'll just tell you just enough. I mean, not the, the full spectrum of what she intends to do with that information that she needs you to obtain or, or the actions that she needs you to do. Um, but at least she's honest, I guess. She's honest-ish. Not full, of, fully <laughs> honest-ish.
2: She moves the story forward. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, she
0: yeah, she moves the story forward, which um we're, we're thankful for the, that little bit of information.
2: Um, I think that we need to talk about, talk about the cop again.
0: Um, uh, the police captain or chief the, yeah. or whatever.
2: Yeah. Yes. And in his interactions with D. Um, I, I think D is is George and, and Hippolyta's daughter in the fullest um, <laughs> to the fullest extent. <laughs> and um, every every situation they put her in this episode, she killed that part. Yeah, she and did. I I realized after that the, the speech that they used in this episode. Um, was given by Naomi Wadler. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her last name correctly, uh, but she was 11 years old at that time when she gave that speech.
0: Now what was um, that speech? at? that was like a um, uh, well, it was like a, a commencement address. or
1: I mean, no, it was for the Women's March.
2: Okay. Yeah, it was a, a protest, um, and the, the speech that she gave. Was perfect for what Dee was actually experiencing this episode. Um, so I, this is why I love the, the writing when the episode is focused uh, because it touches on, it, it pulls all the strings, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the heartstrings that I, I felt in terms of what is happening in the world today, um, what we see happening to the characters who we care about. And I, I think I, I can't wait to see how Hippolyta is gonna come back and, and rescue D, because I still don't know what she means by D needs me, and she didn't arrive this episode. I was waiting for her to come in like Thor in the Infinity War, you know, <laughs> and, and the, the Bifrost Bridge, and just like just like give bring me, me topsy. Yeah.
0: Now she comes in with the with the, with the blade and from from the. Uh... From the last episode, she comes in swinging, cutting down those Topsy and Bopsy. That yeah. would have been nice. That would have been pretty slick, though. That would have been awesome if she did that, coming like Thor from her and landing in Wakanda. <laughs> yeah. Someone on the internet should make that a meme.
2: Yeah, but we have to wait for her to show up and yeah. see how she's going to show up first. That's going to be interesting. She may show up with Garnett. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But uh, but I, I did uh, like you said um, that scene was pretty powerful with regards to, de- to uh confronting the two uh, cops in the lounge. Like she didn't even like wait for them outside or just you know bust in the door, talk to them. Well, pretty much yelled at them, and they and they didn't uh, they they stood their ground as well. It wasn't like they were shocked that she came in. It wasn't you know they they you know went right back at her. Uh, with it, but I definitely think the speech, um, uh, that was playing over, I guess narrated as D was on a bike. I thought she was gonna, I, honestly, I thought D was gonna head right into the uh, um, topsy because like either jump off the bike and clothesline her or something, or just hit her as, with, with the bike. But she you knows she, you know, last second she kind of evaded them, but it shows that she's ready to confront uh, those demons. But. Uh, another scene in the movie, in the movie, in this... Uh, it's
1: a like a movie crap. We, we had all the emotions of, of a freaking movie with this episode. That's,
0: that's true. I mean, it's a, a strong hour worth of content. Um, another scene I thought was pretty strong was um, when the cops came to Letty's house. You know, with a fake search warrant, you know, to search the place. It felt like the, you know, the Breonna Taylor kind of thing. You know, they come in with this bullshit warrant uh, and, then, and then there's a shot shooting up the place. And thankfully, she had a protection spell and uh, bullets are bouncing off of her. Uh, but I just feel like that's like watching the Breonna Taylor thing, where just they just come in blindly firing and shooting mm-hmm. up the place, hitting everything else uh, under the sun. But, um, you know, Letty being a strong character that she is, when she sees tick outside with the you know, cops and now got the guns pointed at him, I'm sure, had she had the time, she would have probably ran across that lawn and, you know, jumped in front of him to you know, save him from any bullets.
2: Yes, that was a a powerful scene. Um, knowing that she was invulnerable, she, and knowing that Tick was also trying to cast a spell for himself, uh, her first thought was to run out there and try to save him. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't want to raise her well, their son by herself. So, yeah, but that's that also, powerful. also
0: yeah, but that's also like symbolism for um, black women in general. Just even when they're in danger, they're still you know sacrificing themselves. For their love, or their, their man, or, or their love. Do some one. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still like I'm. I, I'm really quiet because I'm like still in my feelings for this episode, and I'm trying to process everything, and I'm trying to stop rocking back and forth. Uh-huh. But I'm just like, no. First of she's in. She's sitting there in in there getting shot at. Them bullets are bouncing off of her. They should have been hitting her damn sister, who was close to her. Let's discuss that. I was
0: gonna catch one, yeah.
1: Right, like Ruby should have caught a few of them bullets. Cause I'm sorry, they just bouncing off off of what's the name? Not Ruby should be dead. Let's be honest. As many bullets as we kept seeing bounce off of her, it was a great moment. It Mm -hmm. is, you know, that that moment of I'm invincible. But like uh, the people around you are not so. Could you move your invincible self over to like the left Small a part. little bit further <laughs> away part. from your sister, who could who can bounce off and kick and kill? Ricochet's a bitch, <laughs> and her trying to run out to save Tix. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I really like this episode has made me not really. I'm not rooting for anybody at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I am truly only rooting for diet for Diana to get better that is it that little girl has gone through hell and back and she fought her demons until a another one of ticks effing family members coming and eff it up for her i'm sorry so like i'm not like the only person that, that i truly want to have like to, to come out of this whole thing unscathed is diana i don't care if tick dies he could die let kill him just kill him kill a, kill the bloodline do everything Letty. Well,
0: bloodline is gonna exist because her. Cousin- I mean, no,
1: no. Well, <laughs> well, no. I mean, technically, if Letty die too, we good. Everybody die. End it.
0: And if also, bloodline die. That means Diana. Died. They
1: don't have to win. They don't have. No one has to win in this because you know what? Takes <laughs> <laughs> a shit, adult. Letty's a shit, adult. Like none of y'all care about this little girl. On the on the on the worst day to leave a child alone, mm-hmm. especially someone who was a friend. This girl could any number of things could happen to her. Yeah, y'all yeah, don't know where her mama is. Her daddy just died. Her friend just died, and none of y'all are look are actively searching to find this kid because you were dealing with your own shit. Well,
0: they did, but they, they did a piss poor job. But okay. then they stopped. Well, yeah, well, right. They did it was like, oh, again. we're
1: gonna look for you up until lunch, and then we just don't give a shit about you. <laughs> like this is all in the same day. That girl still has same outfit. It is the same day. Yeah,
2: that's that's, a, that's a
1: and day. none of y'all did nothing. nothing, nothing,
2: No, they did do something. What they didn't believe her when she was fighting those invisible demons, and then it's already they, too late. I that mean, <laughs> and and he he got her hurt. She was holding it down in that basement or whatever wherever she was, and all Manchos did was come in and hold and stop her. He just basically helped the two us characters jump D. And hurt them and i think that's montrose's character in general all he does is hold people back so they can get hurt by the forces attacking them but that's my opinion <laughs> so yo you
1: re- like yo i don't know how you how you got this much dislike for hate for, for freaking montrose but you because can't share that same dislike
2: honest. for tick because he's not being honest. neither is tick i believe is working see... for christina that's why how
1: do you... so is tick at this point because this little this little (laughs) a-hole dude you done given up the key to her you like you go to instead like on the day that the funeral is what are you doing you are looking at your watch to make sure you can go run out and meet Christina you run out to meet Christina on the day of the freaking funeral take ain't shit I'm sorry
2: and this is because it's a generational issue that's now impacting D, mm-hmm. um, where she's out there fighting on her own. Um, she's being chased the entire episode. There's no one that like, can help her. So, even if she wasn't being attacked by uh, those two creatures, there was a rolling blackout, and none of them cared to even look for her to make sure she was okay. That says a lot. But, right, because all of them adults forget, ain't shit. Yeah, but I think we forget that Manchos isn't really just an adult. He's the adult. He's the oldest one in this entire equation, and he's not looking out for. He was Letty.
1: She wasn't he letting be- her. She, no, 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 no. We're not putting this on Montrose. She wasn't left in Montrose's care. You know whose care she was left in? Freaking Ruby's bitch ass. And Ruby's bitch ass went to a went to her white man instead of making sure to find this little care. This little girl. She went there. She stayed at the funeral. So she's the o- she's the only one out of all of the adults that really. Potentially saw the body.
2: No, but I'm not saying in terms of him looking out for D, um, in terms of him not protecting them when it comes to magic, because he's the one that knew about all of this before any of them were even aware that magic existed. He and tried. he has not helped them in any shape, fashion, or no, form. No,
1: I'm not going to say that because he did. His trying is backwards because by killing Yahima, Ye- he. I truly believe he was trying, he thought by killing her, it could help stop it. But no, his hard-headed, dumbass son just was going to be like, you know what? No, I'm going to use the magic. I'm going to find out what he's magic because you know what? It's going to help me. It's going to help. It's going to help. It's going to help me. Me, 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 me. Not anybody else. Dude, you got you got two people killed. Two people died under your watch that went out with you. Two. Two. And now you got one pregnant.
0: <laughs>
1: you got a dead girl pregnant.
0: Well, Ticky technically, shit. <laughs> but I mean, you mentioned.
1: Uh, sorry, like this episode.
2: So we we blame Tick, but not. No, murderer. hold up! That's I blame
1: Montrose for killing for for killing Yahima. Oh, that asshole was wrong for that. But do I not think that he was trying to figure out if he can stop all this magic talk? It could go away and help protect his son. Yes,
2: I don't believe that. He's never cared about Tick his entire life. Now I don't believe wants, that Now he wants to kill a source of magic that where they're not dependent on Christina because all he did was now make them all dependent on Christina because she's the only one that has information. This is why I believe he's working with her because every time they try to find a way to be free of Christina, he shuts them down. Yahima was free of Christina. He kills her. Who are they going to go to next? Christina. Now they're using the same spells that who taught them how to use? christina all of this goes back to christina
1: no all of this goes back to tick being an asshole and not helping (laughs) if tick would have just like if tick would have just came forward and said what he knew beforehand instead of trying to push it off and like because again he's having clandestine meetings with christina he's doing it not his dad no it's him and whenever somebody tries to bring something up to him, what happens? He pushes him away and is like, well, I can do this my own way. How many times does does Letty have to tell him, stop being an asshole. You are not, the world is do not around you.
2: Do? What do you think Take do?
1: I'm hoping he dies.
2: Damn. And then what does that do? <laughs> Did you
1: just say damn? Yeah, so like said, damn. <laughs> yeah, Look, that's, I'm going so to just need him to die. Dies. What happens next? If Tick dies, maybe, if if all things are true and just, in the same thing that Christina's trying to do to gain that that supreme power, it kills her as well. It kills her. It Garnett's going to open
0: up the spaceship and zap Christina. She's going to explode. That, I think That'd that's be
1: awesome. awesome. Yeah. That would be great because Symboletic would probably back. do it.
0: And that's going to be with us. She's the white lady, Christina, and then hit a boom Zap her with some uh, some space beam and kill her.
1: That'd be great. That would be I, I. you know what? I could get behind that. I could totally get behind that because I'm still trying to figure out who gave him with the metallic arm the book.
0: Yeah, I was I was thinking um, I was trying to remember that as well, because we, we haven't seen any per, any ladies with hoods. Or, or a person with a metallic arm, or, or you know, or uh, any kind of amputee, or anything like that, in the entire series. So I was trying to think, maybe it's someone we've seen, but we haven't. So it mm-hmm. must be something that they may reveal in this upcoming episode. Uh, but at least in the future, where he went with this book that he certainly read, it says in the book that you know he passes away, um, and that you know certain character names are changed or whatever. Uh, which is funny because in the actual Matt Ruff Lovecraft Country book. There he is a is horse.
1: Horace. Yeah, the oh, Horace is Horace is the actual character. Yeah. I thought it was really sweet. I was like, oh, we're really paying homage to the actual book. That's so sweet. Yeah. So I thought that was
0: pretty cool because I mean, Jaden actually finished the book, and then he, so he's like, oh, you want me to tell you what happens today? I'm like, no, don't tell me what happens tonight. I'll I'll watch. Oh, Hippolyta's like, don't shut up. Don't tell me anything.
2: I'll as watch. long
1: as Hippolyta's punk self come and save her <laughs> damn kid, we good because she she right there with again. I'm not cold. None of the adults in my mind are worth a mm-hmm. damn at this point. None of them, all of them could just like go somewhere, like anywhere, everywhere, anywhere, lead and say, just save this little girl and get rid of all the adults because they ain't worth anything.
0: There was, um, two scenes in it I wanted to touch on, uh, pretty quickly. One was, um, when Montrose and and uh, Tick was sitting on the stoop or sitting on the curb talking, and you know, he shows them the book, um, uh, that his son, his, his grandson, Montrose's grandson, you no, know, uh, George Freeman, which we originally thought was going to be Uncle George from in a different timeline. Um, Montrose talks about the massacre in Tulsa in, in uh, 1921 or 24. That he had mentioned that you no, know, Tick's mother, the whole family was wiped out. Unless I misheard it, I'm going to watch it again. I could have sworn that he had mentioned that um, uh, his mother was protected. So I was thinking that maybe she had that inv- invincibility spell on her as well. And that's how she survived uh, Tulsa. I mean, they came together. like Just because you had that on, you, you're, uh, I guess, protected from outside threats. But you could still pass away from whatever his mother uh, actually passed away from. They never really said what she died from. Uh, so I was thinking maybe that's how he, she survived Tulsa.
1: Maybe. Because, again, uh, the the mark on Tick's back looks like the mark on Letty's stomach. And mm-hmm. it kind of looks like the mark that Christina then just got. Someone else was like, "Oh no, it's the." Someone else had said that it looks like the mark that's on William, but I like, know William's chest was clearly a ram. The mark yeah, on Christina. Yeah, that was a whole horns
0: and everything. Yeah. Right,
1: like the mark on Christina is more like a wavy line, and if it is the mark of Cain, like how is that?
0: What well, my know, question is then is the spell that um Montrose read was that supposed to be the same spell that was possibly put on? Uh, actually, no, no. The what what. um, Uh, Christina said in the church is not what Montrose said. So it's not, it's two different protection spells.
1: Right, Montrose, and did Montrose, the fact that he's dyslexic help him or did it hurt? Maybe he
0: gave, maybe his dyslexia gave him the black shagoth and was supposed to give him a white shagoth. So maybe that's what he put, he put one word in front of the other and gave him a different version. I have no idea, Uh, but either way it saved him. They had a little, I don't know, uh, how to train your dragon moment when he touches the uh, black shagoth on the head like toothless did <laughs> in, in, in a cartoon uh, at the very end
1: it's his loyal pet servant that's fine
0: but the even though they didn't show emmett till actual mm-hmm. murder they no. gave us a um a very light, to me a very light re- reenactment of it by um
1: the way that christina chose her death
0: yes when they they you know, beat her up, and they shot her a few times, and then they threw and threw her into the uh, into the river. And then the guy, a guy walks away. Who would ever want to die like that? But yes, no who, who who no one, no one would like choose
1: that. to die like that, except for crazy white people, because white people. Mm.
0: Okay. Well, and you know, also with the thing with Christina is that I think she still got off e- a light in comparison to what happened to Emmett Till, because uh, of his way more disfigured. I think this like his jaw it's like his his mother. When I went to the African American History Museum, they have a um the, they have a video playing inside the Emmett Till area, but like it was like a viewing of I think either of his casket. He's not in the casket, yeah. but of his casket, and they have a video and it's talking and the video plays and he's talking to his mother, and his mother is talking about how his body was when they found him and his like his eye was outside, like just hanging out his face. And I was like, I, I can't be in his room for too long. Thank God he didn't show the pictures. Uh, inside of describing it, it was just like uh, no parent should ever see their child like that.
1: And she had to struggle. She it was an ordeal for her to get her son's body back, for her to be able to get to for her to be able to bring her child's body. Yeah. So and to make sure that she was able to bring it, and then to make sure that his casket was an open funeral casket, so people could see just what had been done to her child. hmm So I'm like. Like once I realized in the beginning of the episode why everybody was telling us that I was like I
0: I, I was nervous. I really thought they were going to show us that, and I was like, please don't, please, please don't.
1: I've yeah, I've been so good as to not ever actually see the images of Emmett Till's body. I just oh, you've never seen it. I refuse to. Like I've probably saw it once when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. When i was younger but like the adult version of me it's like you know how like there's just things that you want to keep locked away in your mind yeah it's it's one i'm of sure those i've things. seen it i know i've probably have had to have seen it once or twice but it's something that i just keep i don't need to mm-hmm. i don't plan to go and look ever at it again even like when everyone else have been like everyone else i know have been to the museum the african-american museum i have yet to go um and now like when as people tell me about that room I'm like I don't want to go. I
0: don't know if it's still there. I think, I'm not sure if it was like a very limited display cuz No, wouldn't.
1: that's part of the it's actual permanent fixture now. Yeah, it's, it's a permanent fixture. Yeah. So I'm like I don't want to I'm good. I'm cool. I don't It's bad enough whenever I see the image of the person with the person with the with the whip marks on their back. I'm like I'm good. I don't yeah, this. Yeah. I just like, I can deal with virtual horror. I don't do well with reminders of reality. Yeah, and and that
0: brings up a good point because uh, during our live tweets that we do every Sunday uh, at 9 o'clock Eastern uh, during Lovecraft Country, uh, someone had tweeted that this was one of the best episodes with regards to horror, and I said, I don't know. I, I would still think, to me, the best episode is sundown um, is, the, is the first episode because that suspense and that um, tangibility of the horror of being a person of color and was considered the wrong side of town or, or in the wrong area at the wrong time of the day or night. It was, that was that to me was too, was more real than you no know, seeing these two demon uh, topsy bopsy kids uh, looking creepy in the in the um, in the alleyway chasing after D because I felt similar to you no know, the Emma Till uh, you no. Know, there's people we know that had, were affected with, you know, being a sundown town, sundown counties and stuff. So that to me was more scary, was more, more real um, than, than this episode was.
1: And them two little girls mean so, so very much Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're having a, a nightmare, on Elm Street kind of moment. I, I
0: just, I just got new Pennywise vibes watching them. They was like, it was just like I was looking the whole time. I'm looking like Showtime. They had, they, their choreography was on point. They're coming up the stairs, bopping at the same time. I was like, okay, okay.
1: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they were actually pretty good. Um,
1: those whoever those little girls are, they are amazing, and they are probably the sweetest little kids in the whole wide world. But, um. No. If I was their friends, I'd be looking at them sideways from this point on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, um.
0: They did break the fourth wall, though. Uh, when they went, and the last one went into the garage. Like, she looked at the camera and, like, stuck a tongue out. I was like, wait, am I supposed to be looking? Like, is she recognizing that we're watching them?
1: Yeah. She, like, those little kids are just, I don't know. Like, kids are always the creepiest thing in the world, like, Mm -hmm. when it comes to, like, horror. So, these two little girls. They gave an amazing performance, but I'm going to not need to see them in anything again. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm going to need somebody, like, I'm going to need them to grow up before I see them in anything else again. Because I'm going to just be like, y'all cannot be good kids. Y'all are horrible, evil creature children. And that's not cool for me.
2: Well,
0: it looks like in the next episode, I'm not sure if they return or is that D that turns into one of them.
1: Yeah, she's looking like she's looking like she's being infected by it. he
0: might be transforming into one
1: of those uh Jigabobos it is funny though that it was um Uncle Tom's cabin
0: (laughs) yeah I said I I was like okay I see what we're doing here
2: I guess that's why she had to fight against that um so that's that's part of the invisible forces that she was struggling with at that time whether it was what impacted her father her mother her friend um because when I first saw the title, I thought of Jigaboo, and I was like, "Oh no, Bobo is a play on the word." So I guess you know, and, and she's confronted by the police and everyone else. It's like she still has to fight these stereotypes. She still has her own struggles in this world that people may not consider. She's fighting again.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see how this um, um, transpires in the next episode. I mean, she looks like she's she's on bed rest or. or uh, unconscious, anyway. Um, but like, what more can they do? Because they now, like, they they gave Christina the key. Um, they're still for they the pictures. They, they gave her the negative, so she can now try to translate those missing pages. But they still, no one has the book. So are they still going to go out there looking for this book, or they're just going to try to use whatever a uh, few pages they have? Because according to Montrose, uh, the equinox is in five days from from tonight's episode.
1: And it was the autumn equinox.
0: So yeah so the funeral on September 6th, 1955. So they they got their math wrong with regards to that that line on the, in the, in the show.
1: I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on this whole the creepy little girls, the fact that nobody took this kid serious, the fact that from the jump she was being watched and like when she's in the alleyway and they write that they do the two um Stars on either side of her before he sp- and he spits on her and she and she sees the ground come and the worms coming up. The first thing that the first thing after that that's creepy is the the picture, the poster on the wall and the the black guy's just staring at her like he's following her movements in the poster and it's just like I don't know. This might not be an episode I watch again. Like I want to like there's stuff that I still have questions about but I don't know if I need to see it again probably not tonight though
2: yeah i don't know how much value there is in watching it again other than uh just picking up on easter eggs you might not have seen before
1: but i do admit i like how montrose kept telling each person like white folks they just keep coming you can't let them define you they can't as, he, as 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 Dee's trying to escape out the room like with Amos is trying to tell her like there's stuff that's happening and he's he's trying to relate to her the same thing about what happened with him and how his he, his friend was murdered by police and a white mob when in Tulsa like he's trying to explain to her and she's just she, she's tripping on magic and spit why is it always spit though like, why?
2: Like, it's a lot that's contained in spit. So, so that's...
1: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And I've got to admit the fact that um she quoted saying that she can't breathe as the stuff was coming up to her with the Eric Garner and I was just like, wow. It was a yeah,
0: I, when she said that, I like, damn, they're just hitting on all points. Um, but in, in mentioning... Uh, Montrose, and you know how he said his friend had gotten killed. Um, and 21. Next week's episode is called Rewind 1921, so we may see the Tulsa Massacre, um, again. Uh, well, so maybe we'll see what actually happened to Tick's mother's uh, side of the family. Maybe I find get, out he, what happened to the book, so you know they may see that the book actually didn't get destroyed, someone else may actually have it
1: or or. Or what if the book did get destroyed, but because they go back to 1921, they're able to grab it out of time.
0: Oh, they use the Ori to go back in time. Oh, okay. So they could maybe create a whole new timeline?
1: Yes. Well, oh, yeah. Well, if they create a whole new timeline, that means the white Cock will come back potentially. No, I don't want a new timeline. But then again, maybe his grand- maybe Uncle George could come back, too. I don't know.
2: For- I don't know. Maybe Tick's mother hit it for Montrose because she knew that he wasn't to be trusted. I'm
1: gonna need you to stop. <laughs> it is not Montrose, <laughs> yo. Montrose.
2: Oh no! What?
0: What? And if he's right, well, I mean, we, what are we gonna say when? It, if
1: Kareem yo, is, if Kareem becomes right, okay. All right, if Kareem is correct on this whole Montrose everything he's been doing has been because he's working in cahoots knowingly with Christina. I'm not going with unknowingly. I'm not going there, but if everything he's doing has truly been in consort with Christina, I will, give, think about Kareem a hun- I will give Kareem a hundred dollars. How does he
2: know nothing about his ex-wife? That's interesting. They were
1: children in mm-hmm. what's it called? So, I'm so. What did you know about me when we were kids?
0: That you were trouble, <laughs> yeah. Hell.
2: But okay, he married off. her and he knows nothing about her.
1: He so married her because he was gay and he and he and she he didn't ex- want to go
2: to
0: asylum, he didn't want to, right? Get
1: like, up in like did you forget that whole point where he has his hope this open portion of conversation? Like, no, he married her because she wanted family. And as he's as he said, familial ties are the strongest in the world. So yes, you can become a fa- you can become family with somebody and it not be, well, I love you because I love because we're sleeping together. No, I love you because you're we bonded over pain. Hell, that's why we're root people are rooting for freaking tick and letty. And I think that's a horrible relationship. Well, but even Ruby says for- that.
0: She's like, he ain't got a job.
1: Not even just not just that. Like he ain't got a job. He's mentally unstable. He is so much more like his father with his damn temper and he's actually worse because he done killed a whole bunch of people and he can't even wrap but, his head around it. But
2: I'm I'm not so quick to trust someone who slits another person's throat when they're under their protection. But you but trust just
1: freaking tick. That dude walked up on a chick, blew her brains out. Then because everybody keeps saying he kills her friend, that's not who he killed, he was torturing her. Okay, but you are accepting of him. No, Why? No, Why? No,
2: because Tick understands that everything he did did not make him a good man, and he is tormented by that. Tick is not out here trying to kill everybody, they brought him into this mess.
1: No, That's he how willingly I know. went into it.
2: No, he went to go save his father. And again, we know nothing about Tick's mother, so we don't know about the relationship that he had with her he could have been abusing her for all we know
1: i don't okay first off i doubt that well you're right we don't know he could have been abusing her but i don't think that that's the case i think he probably was not because she accepted him and knew who he was and it's it takes some kind of man and woman some mainly some kind of it takes it takes some kind of person to raise their sibling's child with their with the, with with that other person's spouse like i don't think if i had gotten married if i was married and my sister you yeah, know i wouldn't i'm not raising I, I don't, I, I, don't I, I don't i can't see it i don't I, nah i'm
2: good did he raise him or did he just beat him
1: Everything was not beating. Did he raise him? Yes. Was Did he abuse his son? Yes. None of us are not saying that he didn't. None of us are saying that we excuse the abuse. But at the same time, I'm not willing to give Tick any more, any more passes than I am willing to give those... To, I'm not giving him more passes than I would give Montrose. They're both the same in this. Montrose... Montrose got his ass beat by his daddy from the t- from since he was kid because he was gay. And, and so did,
2: did Tick's son write a book about him beating him, or did he end the cycle?
1: Well, according to his son's book, his daddy did. So his daddy did his daddy didn't raise him. His mama did. Yeah. So, so we don't know what
2: happened with Tick's mother just yet.
1: No, we don't. We just know that she died. We just know that she she didn't like to speak about her past either because she also didn't necessarily know much about her past. Because as we know, people we do not talk. Ab- we don't know our pa- our parents' lives. We don't know our family histories. And she could
2: have hid the book from Montrose, and that's why he followed her.
1: If she we even, still don't know that. If the if the mother even had the book because she never knew about her family. She was looking for her family. We According know
0: that- to who. Montrose.
1: Montrose exactly. and, and and Uncle George. <laughs> exactly. And it's Uncle George. No, but Uncle George said it too, that his mother was looking for it. Montrose wanted to help his mother find his thing. This is one of the first things that we find out about Montrose from Uncle George. When why did he want to help? Why did he want to help her find out about her her family? Because she wanted to know. This is again. Go back to episode when episode two. God, it seems so long ago, so long ago when things were so simple and easy. When 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 Uncle George is chilling in his brand new lavish library digs of a hotel room. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, not a hotel room. But where he where he he has a conversation with Tick about how his father wanted to help his mother find out about her past because she never really knew anything and then tig is like wait how did you know about this about my mother and that's when we get we look at the side eye with uncle george like hold up dude and then you see not your wife but you see his mama why you see his mama
2: and so she told she told uncle george more than she told Montrose, which is already apparent my we're not going to agree on Montrose we I believe that he's you're wrong. one that's not to be trusted until he shows me a reason to trust him. A lot of people keep dying around him. He's not revealing everything that he's been doing.
1: Neither and is I Tick. think
2: he's the biggest question mark. But Tick has something everyone wants. That's the difference. And he didn't ask for it.
1: He clearly did because he went looking. He There's no... I agree. There is no... I agree with Tick's daddy. There is no way Tick... Could have possibly thought that his dad wrote him that letter if he if you hadn't spoken to you, hadn't spoken to your father in that many years you couldn't have take himself for whatever reason he's 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 his son trying to find he was the son trying to find his father he's trying to do the best he could but at some point once Letty like when Uncle George dies you still want to cut yourself off from everybody else Letty dies you want to cut yourself off from everybody else you are he is so into himself. You could help out, but then you're still, and he still went to Christina instead of Letty. Again, this is a woman that you have seen die. You know she's carrying your kid, and you still go to Christina. Why?
2: Because the one who could give him answers was killed by his father. No. <laughs> so we're not going to agree on that.
1: No, because you're gonna, wrong. We're going to do this all night. Or what? We yeah, we're gonna... <laughs> not going to agree on that. He's going to be gonna... as wrong as now. Now as he was when we were kids. You're wrong.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we just not going to agree on that. We just as have you're to see wrong. what the show, what the show chooses to do with the characters.
0: We'll, we'll have a panel discussion at the end of the season. Yes. So yes. Yeah. Yo, okay. Yeah, can I
1: honestly say, I don't think I could t- I could take a second season though. I'm sorry, I need this to
0: end. Yeah, I'm hoping they wrap this up because I mean, how long are they gonna be trying to look for these pages in this book? I mean, this doesn't, I don't, the way is shaping up, um, it looks like it's getting towards the end of this, uh, end of the story.
1: I hope so, because my book heart is, can't yeah, take it The book isn't anymore.
0: that big. The book is maybe 400 pages, so okay. how do you stretch two seasons out of 400 pages?
1: I don't know. They do. They seem to be doing it really well with American Gods, though, because that, that book was, tiny, was short as heck, and then we now on season three. Yeah, well,
0: I gave up on the Oh, well, I guess no. Well, <laughs> I think the one like like the TV show, the One Hundred. They did eight years, eight seasons, and they only had the books only stopped like up to where season two or season three went. Everything else was just basically CW is just making stuff up.
1: Oh, so it was supernatural for them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, hey, no no supernatural slanders allowed. <laughs> <laughs> that show
1: should have ended after season five.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: What? and I and I love supernatural but I'm like yo can we stop <laughs> like some of this we're, we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves now boys like some some things deserve an ending <laughs> like tick's life
2: wow oh damn one thing we're overlooking at times is the fact that however tick is imagined to die it's gonna be
1: a horrible death
2: because he's part of some kind of a sacrifice to give immortality to a white woman.
1: Yo, can we discuss that? Because that's that's pissing me off. I'm like, you doing all this, all of this to service a white woman? Why? Why? I think you I, know, it's going to cost your death.
0: Well, I think he's thinking that at the end of the day, uh, she gets her immortality, but the ones he loves will be safe from whatever harm may come from this whole whatever. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think everyone's. Gonna, I think everyone's going to. Um, have a taste of death. Uh, yeah, I think. Granted, so. uh, only person who survived a taste of death right now is, is Letty. Um, but um, I think at the end of the day, Tick is gonna die. I think. I think how 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 George the George Freeman Lovecraft Country book ends is probably how um, the show's gonna end, where Tick dies because that's what he says in this episode. He said, like, "No, I know I die. They sacrifice me to suffer Christina to get immortality."
2: Or oh, that could have been just an ending that was written so that he knows what to look out for.
1: True, true. Um, but he's probably gonna die. But can he? Can his? Will his death be? Will his death be eternal? We don't know. Can his death lead him to the woman to to Garnet in the sky? Maybe.
0: No. Yeah. Or maybe he, his body dies, but his consciousness floats on in that ether. That uh Hippolyta was uh in.
1: And we still don't know what happened to the one white to the white dude that got that got tossed in no, time. He's dead,
0: man. We we yeah, settled he this dead. last week. He, he's dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's an extra. He had you no know, he didn't even get a
2: film credit. He's dead. I, I think we th- should do a poll online.
1: Okay. Oh, record question, this and put this as a question for it. the question, question
2: should be, um Do you trust Montrose Yes or no.
0: <laughs> I'm putting this on Twitter now so I'm making a, a Twitter poll now
1: yes I trust him as far as he will help me <laughs> you really don't like Montrose
2: <laughs> no I don't trust him I don't, I don't trust him
1: he, everything he has done has been a day late and a dollar short no Damn. because he look. think about it this way he's the only one that went searching for the little girl And no one knows that she knows that that, the people have come after her. He's the only person that went searching for her.
2: But you're getting caught up in individual acts instead of the overall
1: scheme. No, I'm looking at the overall scheme. He went looking for her. The overall scheme
2: is they all would have been living a normal life if he didn't go see the sons of Adam or that first group. If he stayed in Chicago and lived his normal life.
1: But we know Christina already came after him as William.
2: But if a white man showed up in Chicago saying, "Come to the country with me," he didn't have to go.
1: Who says that he that he that he that the white man didn't like take him? And again, we that assume still goes
2: back to him.
1: But if he's help, if he's start researching his wife's family, because mm-hmm. we don't know what brought him in, and I'm, I am I literally can't wait till this is over so I can read the book. Which reminds me, I got. I'll order the book today, because I'm. I, I like once it happens, like I really can't wait to read it because I don't think we're getting as true a thought of Montrose as possible, and I, th- I think for him, he really believes what he is doing is trying to save his family. Is he doing it correctly? Probably not, but is he being more open about it than Tick is? Yes. He is not shying away from he's doing he's doing stuff to try to help his family. Tick's little punk ass is doing that. He's just like, well, <laughs> I'm trying to do this and this and this and me, 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 me. I'm like, dude, again, you have got too many bodies under you right now for it to just be you. Too many people have died because of you, literally because of you, and you still keep going to Christina. Still
2: because he has no other way think about it if somebody told you that you were going to be sacrificed and tortured as part of again. some quote read the book again and you have no way of fighting back against monsters and magic what would you do
1: i'm not giving that person the tools to kill me by which is he what didn't. he did he no, did he... he gave her the key
2: But because he has no other choice now, there is nobody else that he can go to. No one. The one person that he did find, who killed that person? Montrose. Who was stupid enough to leave?
1: Who was stupid enough to leave Montrose in charge? Everything Montrose has said has been, I am, this is stupid. I am trying to protect you. Boy, you are hard-headed. Stop effing with this magic. And you decide to be the dumbass and leave him with her? He got her killed.
2: So I'll say this because I don't know what they're gonna do with these characters in the show. We (laughs) don't. If if Montrose is redeemed at the end in a way that doesn't require him to sacrifice himself, then they didn't give him a good story arc because he's to blame in my mind for all of this happening. From the day day that he was abusing his son because he couldn't stand up for the choices that he made in his life. He abused his son. His son could have went to Korea and got killed You Forget about that. He could have went to Korea. He could have been killed in war because he wanted to get away from his father so badly. He was tortured so much that he went to another country to go to war just to find peace of mind. And and that's the man that you suddenly believe in is doing everything for his family. But he has not done that his entire life. It's like the same way people believe in Donald Trump, that he's suddenly going to be The one out here taking care of people. He hasn't done it his entire life. Why is he doing it now? I I don't believe it. I don't believe it.
1: So here's my thing. And I think think it's this. I think we're seeing it as from Tick's point of view. We're not seeing it from Montrose. And that's where I'm willing to. because I see it
2: from those ass whoopings that he was
1: giving him. Those were The the same ass whoopings that he was getting for being gay. And the fact that, again.
2: But did he go to war? Did he decide to leave so much that he went to war? So how bad were these ass whooping?
1: Which war would he have gone into? Because think about it. He would have been too young for World War II, potentially. Potentially, he would have been just young enough or just adult enough or just... Like, if he was a child in 1921, that means he missed... World War One. He could have been already a parent by World War Two. Cause yeah, no, he would have already been a parent by World War Two. So he wouldn't have been able to. And because he was gay, and what was happening with gay people? Gay people weren't able to be in soldiers.
2: So, realistically speaking, you think every soldier who fought in World War One, no. World War Two, was straight?
1: Of course not. But here he is, like, let's see. And I'm not denying, I'm Montrose's, trying-
2: I'm not denying Montrose's struggle or, or the, the torment that he went through growing up. But at a certain point, he inflicted what he inflicted on his family as well. That was a choice. Agreed. That was a choice. And it was a choice that he continued to make. So I don't believe that he suddenly, of uh, a mindset to take care of his family when he hasn't done it his entire life.
1: I think he did. And I I think the death of his wife, the death of the death of the person that accepted him, because think about it. He accepted his his wife knew that he had been with other that he had been with men and she still accepted him where his family did not.
2: We don't know that. We don't know what happened. We don't know what the arrangement was. So I'm not buying it from Montrose's version. I'm not. Oh, I guess
1: 1921 will help us see maybe, and we may never get closure with Montrose, which actually would be kind of cool if we don't get closure with him. Like if we don't, if we don't find out literally like Montrose's like everything he like what what led him down this path, I kind of almost don't like. For one hand, I want to know because I'm nosy. On the other hand, I'm like I like that being vague. But again, if if you are correct, I guarantee you, I will gladly give you a hundred bucks for this. If I am correct, I want your pop.
2: No. <laughs> no pop. <laughs> I don't pop. I'm
1: willing to give you a 100 bucks, if you're not willing to give up a Funko Pop.
2: No, that pop, that
1: pop might be which... worth
2: more than $100. Yeah, exactly.
1: You don't even know which pop I'm going to ask for.
2: Christina has made promises to every character. You think she didn't make any promises to Montrose? <laughs> <laughs> what does he want? Think about it. Every character she has been shown making promises to. But I Except think that's, for him.
1: No, I think that's why he was in the ground. I think that's why he was buried alive. <laughs> because he's a man of integrity. No, because he whatever promises she tried to make to him, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't accept. He didn't. He didn't take whatever they were giving him.
2: I don't buy that. I don't buy that. There's no reason why he wouldn't. When prior to that, the show portrayed him as someone who was constantly drunk in the bar.
1: Right. Give him some alcohol. Maybe he'd be happy. <laughs>
0: Well, so far we have. Uh, I just posted this online. More people
1: voted no as far as not trusting Montrose than yes Montrose. Again, we will, it'll it will be decided by God. We only have two episodes left. We'll we'll find out. Um, I like. I don't again the same way you feel about Montrose is the way I feel about Tick. And it just is like mm-hmm. I don't trust Tick. I don't think. As all of Tick's actions have, have shown that he is about himself and he's misguided and he's going to put other people in danger and he will continue to put other people's lives in danger because he is unable to think. He's unable to open. He is unable to do anything. So that's how, like, the way you, like I said, the way you feel about Montrose is the same way I feel about Tick. There's, and more and more I'm seeing it and I'm like, and it's reinforcing my opinions on Tick not being the person that we think he is. He's not, we're, we're, we're supposed to think that he's the hero, but he's not. He is, he has the same blindness and drive that Christina has.
2: I think he's tormented. That's I don't think he's he's trying to be a hero. I think he's tormented. And that's what's causing what's driving him. It's, he's not making the right decision all the time, but I think that's what's driving him. I don't think he's trying to uh be truthful or honest. I think he's tormented and he's trying to find peace. He's trying to find what he believed he had with um Gia.
1: Even by his own actions and what he's doing is not doing that because again, he's still going. He's still recklessly playing with other people's lives in a search of him and Christina are pretty much identical in that way. Christina's is doing everything she can for her sole purpose of whatever, she, whatever her main goal is. Well, her main goal is to prove that she is beyond her father. She is beyond the sons of Adam. She, she will regain these things. It's the same motivation that is pushing her that is pushing tick to me.
0: I'm just going to wait to the end of the season. Or serious, (laughs) then we're going to decide who. I don't like either one of them. I got hate for both of them.
1: Thank you. (laughs) I told you they all could die. I just need the only person that I truly care about at this point is is poor little Diana, and I need that little girl to live. Because everybody else, I mean, and maybe Ruby. Okay, Ruby. Definitely.
2: No, Ruby Ruby is. Ruby is. I don't. don't, Her character is much different now.
0: She's going to live happily ever after on the north side. Leave her, let her be.
1: No, she ain't. They gonna burn if she even think if they even think that she gonna live on the north side. That house is gonna get burned down with her inside of it.
0: She'll pretend to be a maid.
1: She gonna be a maid with no white people in the house. No, no, no. It's Christina's
0: gonna live there. Christina's got it back.
1: <laughs> back, front, upside, downside. Mm-hmm. You know. Yikes.
2: <laughs> yeah, you gotta wrap it up. Yeah. Like Tick should have done. No, <laughs>
1: exactly. Is gonna be the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tick should have wrapped it up but i do right. feel like playing christina playing and black people suffering it's just rubbing me the wrong way thanks for listening follow us on instagram and facebook under the name three hokages and on twitter and twitch while the guys game which is three hokages podcast for more episodes and blogs check us out on www.3hokages.com and that is 3 the number H-O-K-E-G-S dot com yeah. uh-huh. and I feel like Vanna White those numbers have turned uh-huh. thanks again for listening to us the have a great time again. Yeah. No itch wanna kick it cause it's pre-old day When I spray, pull out like three, whole car gate We on sight, think a nightmare, we move all ways
2: It's hard to see three ninjas when they move on stage Now we're tuned the sound of the new old age Bookworms, more clever, the stakes is higher, the stakes are higher Based on the day, it's wire The culture ain't the case of day-to-day attire nah, Respect the frame, the bands is fire Pay homage, we can speak about it Pay homage, we can speak about us. How much we can speak about us